Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. Uh, today, uh, due to your requests, we're doing a conspiracy special. So uh, me and Steve will discuss some of the conspiracies that are flowing around in the web. Uh, remember, we're not really saying that we agree with these conspiracies, um, but we just thought it would be fun to discuss it. So, uh, Steve, how are you getting on, mate? How's life treated you since our last episode? Not bad. The sun's out finally, but you know it's all. It's going to rain anyway, so just going to be a bit more disappointment. Euros is yeah, on. Yeah, I mean it literally rained last night after it being hot for maybe two days. Um, but yeah, the Euros are on, and we've got England v Ukraine today. So hopefully, you know, we get a good result there. But we, at the moment, at the time of the recording, we don't really know what's happened with that. Mm-mm. But at least we beat Germany. We beat Germany, we beat Germany, and the little girl who cried and everyone said, yeah, good cry, has now got a GoFundMe started for her, which has 25k raised. Yeah, where's my GoFundMe, Erin? I thought we were going to start that up. All you got to do is just cry in front of the cameras, and uh, the funny thing is, <laughs> the, the, the person who has started that, is not actually in contact with the family, so it's just some random person. So they're probably just going to take the 25k. Okay, yeah, young scammer, yeah. yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's that. just a scam, to be honest. I like that. I like that. That's that, that, that's that's business minded. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, do okay, you, so should we right. jump onto the conspiracy zone? Have you got anyone yeah. under your sleeve? Yeah, so basically, today, um, I'll post this picture. I've already posted it on our story, but I'll post it on uh, you know, our Instagram anyway. But it's a little, it's a little graphic called the conspiracy chart. And it just talks about the different levels of conspiracy. So the first one is the grounded in reality one, right? And some of these we actually know happened. Okay, so I'll give you some examples. So you've got the uh, NSA mass surveillance. So the NSA was surveilling people's phones and so on and so forth. uh, And just basically spying on conversations. Uh, This was Mm. a scandal that broke. uh, Before it broke, everyone used to call it a conspiracy theory. And they didn't believe that it was true. So that's, that's, for example, one example of it. The Tuskegee syphilis experiments where, you know, specifically black communities were targeted. Um, people were gave, giving them injections, uh, saying that it was, you know, vaccines and the sort and medication. But in reality, they were just uh, without consent injecting people with syphilis to see how syphilis kind of worked in the human body, et cetera, et cetera. Massive scandal, one of the worst things done in science. And uh, yeah, that one, again, initially was considered a conspiracy theory until it wasn't. MKUltra, that's a very interesting one. MKUltra mm. was, uh, you know, done by the CIA. Uh, and the, the kind of point of it was to use LSD and psychological and sexual torment, basically, to, to get people to lower their guards and basically give information to the CIA under on torture. It's, it's been completely discredited at this point, because if you get somebody to admit something on the torture 90% of the time, they'll turn around and admit stuff that just isn't true. Uh, but this, this was something that, again, they used to say, oh, the CIA is using mind control techniques on people. They're using LSD on people. And everyone was like, oh, you're just fucking conspiracy theorists. But again, it's been proven to be true. Uh, and an example, a very famous example of somebody who had had this done to them. I'll give you two examples, actually. Uh, the first was a, um, I believe, a biochemist with the surname Olson, got his first name. But uh, he was given LSD 
and had a psychotic break and jumped from a building about a week later when the person who was watching over him supposedly fell asleep. Now, the family is saying that actually he was, he was, uh, he was suicided, uh, let's just put it that way, uh, because uh, he, he obviously knew what was going on with um, MK Ultra, and so he, you know, they, they had to silence him, which is another conspiracy within a conspiracy. Mm. And the second person is Fyodor Kaczynski. Now, uh, we've talked about him just briefly on this podcast before, uh, but he's also known as the Unabomber. And the Unabomber is someone who sent out uh, these kind of bombs to people who he thought were helping in the advancement of um, industrialization. He was very much against industrialization. Now, he was very smart. He uh, was a mathematics professor, and he graduated from Harvard. Now, while he was at Harvard, uh, another professor, I believe his surname was Cooper, Professor Cooper, he, he joined this kind of experiment where they told them, okay, you need to write down essays about your, your beliefs about the world, in which obviously Fyodor Kaczynski wrote about, you know, how he doesn't believe in industrialization. And they were told, oh, you're going to debate with like an unknown third party about your beliefs. But in reality, it was around three years of Fyodor Kaczynski going in and being told you're stupid, your ideas are stupid, you know, you're a stupid person and just basically belittled. Right, so it was three years of verbal abuse, and again, is believed that this was part of the MK Ultra kind of experiments to see if they could lower his defenses and basically get him to do what they want. Semi mind control, semi, you know, able to be, you know, uh, lower the person's guard so that they can give them information about their life. So these are all grounded in reality, and as I said, those three in particular were true. Right, they they turned out to be. Uh, you know, absolutely things that did happen, which at a point in time, people said, oh, well, no, that's just ridiculous. So what do you think about that, Steve? Yeah, man, the, the one I guess is the MK Ultra one. That one is so interesting because my understanding is that <clears throat> they wanted to basically try crack mind control in a sense. Yeah, and I think there were um, some papers that were like released uh, when they forced them to release papers stating that, you know, <laughs> that they did work on like six dogs and basically was able to make him run, turn, and stop via remote control with brain implants. I guess LSD brain implant. I don't know, man. But that that kind of stuff scares me, man. It's like, why? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. especially in like the 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 60s onwards, even in like the Cold War era, basically, I think a lot of really fucked up experiments were happening because there was this constant fear of, okay, we've got to do this before the Russians do it. And so on and so forth. Actually, no, Steve, I'll tell you about uh, about something that I didn't actually research this, but I just know about it. So mm. I might get some facts wrong here. But they're basically, I think it's the FBI or the CIA, they have made a heart attack gun. Right. So what it is, in essence, is a gun which shoots, I guess, some sort of poison or whatever right. that hits the person on the skin. Right. And then it seeps slowly into their bloodstream and causes a heart attack. So if you were to do an autopsy, you wouldn't be able to see where the person's been shot because mm. they, it's not, it doesn't puncture the skin. And, you know, a short while after, they have a heart attack. So the CIA or the FBI or whatever, they have this weapon. It's not like a, again, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a thing that we know, is to, like, know to be true, which again mm. was, I think, developed in the 80s. So there are weird aspects of science, especially when it's kind of mixed in with, um, I guess, what, what Americans would call... Um, national defense mm. which is just crazy i mean but like 
It's yeah. no longer defensive. I, I, I don't know. Like that. I mean, that okay is just a weapon. People always developing weapons, but the MK Ultra thing, like. I mean, I guess You're not at defending the time, yourself against anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess at weird. the time there was the you know the big red scare, so it was kind of like, well, if we catch a Russian and we need to kind of get mm. them to tell us about their state secrets and so on and so forth, then this is what we will do. And you know, there was this whole like obsession with super soldiers and stuff like that. Like you know, these things were, you know, when you see like a Marvel movie about like Captain America, there is an aspect of it is that is grounded within reality, which That's is that true. they were doing weird shit basically during like the World mm. Wars and the Cold War and so on. Um, well, if you think about it, like how much better is that to? I'm not saying like it's it's equal, but I, I'm I think it's on along the same line of what the Nazis were doing. You know, experiments on human beings. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, Give me a second. So, un- so unprofessional. So unprofessional. Uh, let me take this. So anyway, while Steve, while Steve does that, um, yeah. So uh, I mean, what, what he's alluded to there really is the kind of eugenics experiments done by the Nazis and. Uh, again, we know this to be true, but they had this obsession with twins and they had this obsession with uh, being blonde and blue eyed. Uh, and so many experiments did take place and they are, you know, massive um, shames to the scientific community. And these things have unfortunately happened. Obviously, we uh, we hate that it's happened. We It's, it's an absolute tragedy. Um, and yeah, in my opinion, there was no benefit for any of those studies taking place. And I, I don't see a kind of positive uh, outcome from what happened in that situation. Uh, it's very tragic, it's very sad. And uh, yeah, as I, as I mentioned, these are all conspiracy theories that are on the first part of this upside down triangle graphic, which I will post on our Instagram, which is uh, the Verbal Reason Podcast Instagram. And yeah, so this is these are all you know very low level things, right? They either happened or they're likely to have happened, so on and so forth. Now the next one is what they call just above the speculation line, and they say we have questions with regards to these things. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you a few examples actually. Now these include Free Britney, Ma- Marilyn Monroe. I don't really know what that one is. It just said Marilyn Monroe, but the Free Britney movement, the JFK assassination. Roswell, UFOs, Area 51, Epstein didn't kill himself, Princess Diana. You know, these are these are strange ones, but, you know, we'll discuss it, basically. I know Steve's on his phone call, so when he comes back, we'll we'll talk about these things as well. Um, but maybe maybe let's start off with um, something a little light. You know, we'll talk about the whole Epstein thing uh, and see see if if you know, we can make heads or tails of, of this conspiracy and see if we agree with it, see if we do believe it or if we don't believe it. But, you know, I've done a little bit of research, so let's see. All right, so Jeffrey Epstein, okay? So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this straight from Wikipedia, right? I'm not, I didn't want to do a million hours of research on this because you're obviously going to talk about a great many of them. So. Um, so on August 10th, 2019, American financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein was found unresponsive in his Metropolitan Correctional Center jail cell. He was awaiting trial on a new sex trafficking charge. According to the Department of Justice Federal Bureau of Prisons official statement, he was transported to a local hospital for treatment of life-threatening injuries and subsequently pronounced dead by hospital staff. The New York medical examiner ruled Epstein's death a suicide. Epstein's lawyers challenged that conclusion and opened their own investigation. Epstein's brother, Mark, hired board-certified forensic pathologist Michael Baden to oversee the autopsy. 
In late October, Baden announced that the autopsy of evidence indicated homicidal strangulations more than suicidal hanging. Both the FBI and the U.S. Department of Justice Inspectors General conducted investigations into the circumstances of his death, and the guards on duty were later charged with conspiracy and record falsification. Due to violations of normal jail procedures on the night of his death and Epstein's claimed knowledge of compromising information about influential people, his death generated doubt about his apparent suicide and speculation was that he was murdered. So this conspiracy, obviously, is the Epstein didn't kill himself conspiracy. Mm. It's become somewhat of an internet meme at the time. But what's your general thoughts of it? I'll give a bit more information um, in a second. But what's your general thoughts of it? You know what? It's not far-fetched. Because if I remember, like, you know, the people that were involved in that whole saga was crazy. Like, I swear the royal family was involved in some, some way Andrew, as well. Um, apparently, was... Uh... Mm. Have it, having sex with an underage girl or a girl who just turned legal or something like weird like mm. that. And so obviously he's been labeled like the nonce of the royal family. Um, again, this is alleged, right? I'm not going to put my I mean, neck out. I mean, even happened. not alleged, what he's admitted is being in parties where the same parties where, let's say, the young girls were at. Exactly. Although he admitted that he didn't know the young girls were there. So yeah, he's involved. He's got pictures with the guy. He's got pictures with the girl who who accused him and he said that, no, no, I couldn't have done that because um, I was at a pizza hut in Woking. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Pizza Express. Do you remember something? something Yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah, Yeah. But my point is, if he's involved, you know, for sure, hella Hollywood people are involved. When um, that comedian, I forget his name, British comedian, did did the joke about Epstein and Weinstein and Ricky Gervais Gervais and the, uh, I think it was BAFTAs or whatever, uh, where the actors all come. Loads of actors look so shifty. They all look like they were put under pressure. So I've, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if this was organized as a hit. Um, you know, people like to think, oh, no, that's so wild. No, no, no. People will do anything to protect their reputation at that level. Like knowing yeah, that I mean, everything. We only need to think Hollywood because there's been pictures of him and videos of him uh, and his relationship with uh, countless politicians as well, uh, including Donald Trump, including the Clintons. Um who, you know, were, I think I think it was Hillary Clinton was at his daughter's or mm. something like that, or, or Ghislaine Maxwell's uh, daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, 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 he's very highly connected and no one really knows where Epstein got his money from either. Because um, he was a school teacher, I believe, till he was like 30. And then randomly he just started to make a fuck ton of money and he became a super rich billionaire. Um, mm, and he's got a very long standing relationship with Trump, who now denies that he has a relationship with Epstein, but there's videos and picture evidence that he does. Um, so I'll give you a bit more information on what made me decide that this was absolutely a murder, right? On July 23rd, 2019, three weeks prior to his death, Epstein was found unconscious in his jail cell with injuries to his neck. Three weeks prior, okay? Epstein believed that he was attacked by his cellmate, who was awaiting trial for four counts of murder, while the... I don't know why it says Epstein believed, but whatever. Uh, uh, while the correctional staff suspected attempted suicide. After that incident, he was placed on suicide watch. Six days later, on July 29th, 2019, Epstein was taken off suicide watch and placed in a special housing unit with another inmate. Epstein's close associates said he was in good spirits. When Epstein was placed in in the special housing unit, the jail informed the Justice Department that he would have a cellmate and that a guard would look into the cell every 30 minutes. These procedures were not followed on the night of his death. On August 9th, 2019, Epstein's cellmate was transferred out, but no one took his place. 
Later in the evening, contrary to the jail's normal procedure, Epstein was not checked every 30 minutes. The two guards who were assigned to check his jail unit that night fell asleep and did not check on him for about three hours. The guards falsified related records. Two cameras in front of Epstein's cell also malfunctioned that night. Epstein was found dead in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York City at 6.30 a.m. on August 10th, 2019. The Bureau of Prisons said life-saving measures were initiated immediately upon the discovery of his body. Emergency responders were called and he was taken to a hospital. On August 10th, 2019, the Bureau of Prisons and U.S. Attorney General William Barr called the death an apparent suicide, although no final determination had been made. The circumstances leading up to his death are being investigated by the Justice Department. So for the layman, what's happened there is they've said, oh, this man is suicidal. We're going to check him every 30 minutes. Then the two guards who were, uh, who were watching him supposedly fell asleep at the same time. And the two cameras that were watching his cell also malfunctioned at the same time. Mm, and it happened to coincide exactly with when he decided to commit suicide after being in good spirits. There's too, 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 many, too many variables are like just, just, you know, going everywhere. So there's something fishy going on. I don't know what. I mean, if the the um, what they call post mortem people, you know, decided that you know it's something more than just a suicidal death, it should have been looked into more. So, like these are the kind of conspiracies that I believe. I think this is the level where it passes for me, where I can consider it. Yeah. So this sense. is this is just above the speculation line. It's one where you have questions, but it's not necessarily, you know, it, this isn't this isn't those ones where you look at and you say, oh well, this is insane. Like this is ones that could be true. Mm. They could be false, but no one will think that you're insane for thinking one way or the other. Yeah. So the next level is leaving reality. Okay. So these are unequivocally false, but they're mostly harmless stuff. So I'll give you examples, right? So it's uh, Bigfoot. It's uh, it's the Loch Ness Monster. And then the next two that I'll, dis- I'll actually discuss so the first one is Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. So I saw this and I was like, what the hell is that about? <laughs> and uh, basically, I'll just read like a quick excerpt. So um, it, it's this kind of thought that's kind of circulating on the internet that she is a 19th century girl uh, who had a photo taken of her. Uh, and when you look at the, the picture of the, the girl that they're saying is Greta Thunberg, they do look a lot alike, I'll be honest with you. But it basically just comes down to Someone took a picture about 100, 200 years ago, and the girl in that picture looks like Greta Thunberg. So they're saying, oh, she came here on a solar-powered time machine, and she's warning us about the future because she knows that, you know, blah, blah. I mean, it doesn't really make much sense when you really think about it. Why would someone 200 years in the past have knowledge about our future that we don't have? But I guess if she's a time traveler, she might have jumped. I, I don't know. I don't know, it's man. It's a very silly one, but you obviously, know, it's, it's, it's something you can't. Of, yeah, yeah, it's something you can't really believe. Like, come on, let's be serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not enough evidence. It's it's hilarious. I yeah, it's one of those ones. Yeah, yeah, but it's just a bit of fun. Do you know what I mean? I think it's all right. Like a bit of fun, just to you know explore yeah, it's just a harmless conspiracy. It's not really you know. But is it harmless if people actually believe it? Like, let's say the people who have sound sound mind obviously you know this is a bunch of BS. But if there's a lot of people that end up believing it, is it then harmless? Well, I mean, uh, I guess it can be harmful. But then in what sense would it be harmful? I mean, the only thing that would, I guess, be harmful would be it might be harmful towards her specifically. Because, you know, if you think she's a time traveler, you might 
you know, want to be like, oh, take me to your time machine. And, you mm. know, there might be a crazy person who does something strange. But um, yeah, like it could, it, I guess it could be harmful. But all in all, like you're not harming anyone at the moment. It's not harming anyone. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. If you believe in it, you believe in it. If you don't, then, you know. But I think the Loch Ness Monster could be something. It could have, I'm just hypothetically saying, it could have been some sighting of a weird creature that, that exists on this planet. Actually, they think that it might have been a whale penis. Well, there so, we go. <laughs> yeah, so whales kind of, they go up to the surface and they go on their back and they just let their dick out. I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember what the reasoning behind it was. Just because, why not? Yeah, why not, really? I mean, cocks out, you know what I mean? And and it, it would, it, it does kind of, I'm not going to lie, it does look like tentacles or something. It's huge, right? It's a whale. Um, so they, they think that maybe someone probably saw that from a distance. Wait, and how, do you know, how do you know what it looks like? Google it. Google it. Yeah, Google it. I mean, I'm already on a Googling watch it. list because of the Googles that I've done yesterday for this for this episode. So I don't want to oh, okay, further, okay. further complicate things. Hypothetically, hypothetically. So yeah, it, it, hypothetically, it was the Loch Ness monster. Really, just monster just really comes from uh, someone um, seeing a whale penis. Although there there has been like kind of examples where uh, this famous picture where they they took a picture of Nessie. Uh, was actually just this guy who he set it up, right? He got a photographer, he got you know everything in place, and he just set it up and decided, yeah, I'm gonna add to the legend mm. of, of of Nessie. But you know what so, it's like? It's like it's like unicorns. Like people mm. are like, oh, unicorns don't don't exist. But it's not far fetched to think that there was some four four legged animal with a horn on its head. Don't know that they called a unicorn. It could just which, be a very slim rhino. It, I mean, it could just be a rhino that you, you know back in them days they didn't have internet. Let's say yeah. someone traveled to Africa and saw a rhino. And he came back to the to England or Europe. How would he describe it? I mean, the best way you'd say is, you know, it's got four legs and it's got a horn on its head. And then the people there are going to think, okay, what ha- what kind of looks similar to what what he's describing? And they'll see a horse. But like, yeah, it's like a horse with with a horn on its head. Like, do you know what I mean? I, f- I feel like there's always like an element of truth in these kind of kind of conspiracies. It's pretty, it's pretty like lateral kind of. You know what I mean? It, it, thinking it, it, it just makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, I'll give you another example. Another example is that the Beatles, as they were presented to us, never existed. Okay, so there's a whole website dedicated to this, and um, I'll give you what they say on the on the website. So the website says, "This is a serious subject, not a joke." Okay, and this site is here to expose the actions of those who exploited these young men and defrauded us, their fans. It is to defend the honor of everyone involved who did not take part in it willingly. It has become apparent to us that in our, in our extensive and painstaking research that there were never just four individual people known as John, Paul, George, and Ringo, who comprised one rock and roll band known as the Beatles and rose to fame as the world's first supergroup. For all intents and purposes, as far as we can tell, no one such group ever existed. We are here to explore whether the original individuals themselves ever existed, and if so, what may have happened to them and by whom. But have not been able thus far to calculate how many of each persona were fraudulently presented to the world. Mm. Please join us at this forum if you care to and can be open-minded. This is a highly emotional topic for many of us, and most of us have very strong feelings about it. We have started this work because we were once fans to varying degrees and many of us still listen to and enjoy their music. Okay. So what do you think when I, when I tell you that? 
not jobs. I can't lie. No jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, you're, yeah, you're past the line. This is where I'm like, okay, enough. Because, I mean, what, what, what are they, what are they insinuating that? So what, what they're basically that, saying yeah. is, um, so, so they're saying that is a series of individuals imitating personas. So rather than there being like four actual people like this, they were just people who looked like one another who. Who done these things and they were like, just imitating personas to what end? Like, for what reason? That makes no sense. It's such a waste of money and time. Yeah, I guess their, their whole argument was that no one group could actually be this prolific and be this, you know, um, ah, haters. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. I, and really, I've had a look at it and I don't want to like read all of this, but what they say is, oh, well, the eyebrows look different in different pictures. Well, their nose looks different, their teeth looks different, but then. They're not taking into account that maybe he plucked his eyebrows. Maybe the ears were taken at a different different angle. So they looked, yeah. you know, rather than looking like they had a lobe that was connected, they looked like it was unconnected. Uh, the teeth, they might have had dental work done, right? It's basically all based off of just pictures. Um, and when, when people say, well, but they look just way too similar in these pictures, then the blog turns around and suggests that um, it says the blog concedes an uncanny resemblance between various beetle bodies, but suggests that clones might have been used to oh keep up the charade. God. Clones, of course. Why couldn't I think of that? Clones, the site argues, would only be 95 to 99% identical to their source bodies, which accounts for the slight discrepancies in photographs. I mean, this is like a legitimate thing, right? But, they genuinely but, believe that the beetles never existed as we know it. I mean, the clone thing, they made a scientific claim that clones are 95%. Like, is that even true? Like, yeah, do we did even you have get clones? that number from? Yeah. Exactly. Do, do, did we test, like, thousands of clones? I don't think so. Uh, it's just so ridiculous. Uh, it's just a bit of fun, in my opinion, this kind yeah. of stuff. But I can see people falling into, like, cult mentality for this and, like, really believe yeah. in it. And, uh, okay, so th- th- this is the kind of... I mean, I guess it can be harmful, but it's not really... It's a bit stupid... You know, anyone I think with a bit of mm. common sense would say, well, this, this is just ridiculous. Um, but then let's talk about the next level. So the next level is science denial. Now, this one is dangerous to yourself and to others, right? This, weirdly enough, this isn't the final level, yeah? This is one before the end. Um, so in this one, I'll give you some examples and then we'll discuss a few, right? So jet fuels don't melt steel beams, right? This is, this is basically the 9-11 conspiracy saying that should should the planes have you know collided with the building because the building was made of steel beams it shouldn't have gone down the way it would have because jet fuel wouldn't have been able to melt those steel beams now, i don't want to discuss whether or not we think that's true or not it is what it is and it's one of the oldest conspiracies that are around global warming is a hoax is the next one which again i think is ridiculous finland doesn't exist this is i i, I couldn't even i begin to understand why they thought this was a that's true thing just because they couldn't find it on a couple maps, they just decided, oh, yeah, Finland doesn't exist. Uh, 5G, which was actually our pilot episode, was on debunking the 5G conspiracy. So if you haven't, you know, if you haven't listened to our pilot, then go listen to the pilot. Uh, government made diseases, including COVID, which they believe was made in a, in a lab. Essential oils cure all illnesses. This is kind of the Dr. Sebi school of thought, which is just, yeah, you don't need to take medication. You can just take X, Y, Z, and you'll be fine. Anti-vaxxers. Soy boys, dinosaurs never existed, and chemtrails. Now, I've got soy boys and chemtrails as two that I picked out to mm. go further into. But we can kind of discuss the other stuff as well. Uh, yesterday, 
Um, I saw around uh, around Finchley. I saw this guy with a placard. Looked like a very normal guy, but then when we were driving by, he shoved his placard on our car, and it, it was just basically saying, "Don't take uh, these mushroom spores that they've put into the vaccine that is going to kill you." And it was an anti-vax placard. Now on this podcast, am I am I is it safe for me to say, Steve, that we both are pro-vaccine? Yeah, but I, I I understand people's concerns, and I don't think it shouldn't be uh, like, like debated. But then you go as far as, you know, it's mind control or something like that, then you've lost the plot. Do you know what I mean? I think the only thing you can argue is maybe you can say, oh well, what do we know about the efficacy of this vaccine, or do we know if there's going to be any long term side effects? I yeah, mean, to, that, that's to what an I extent, mean, yeah. I can understand if you have those like like qualms. Yeah, my opinion is an mRNA vaccine. You know, I'm not saying this as a virologist or a scientist. I'm just saying this as just someone for like just regular thinking. That form of the vaccine, it really doesn't have like, you know, side effects like that. I mean, generally speaking, miRNA vaccines are really safe. So I wouldn't worry too much about side effects. Efficacy, you can kind of talk about it because I guess the virus is mutating a lot. But currently, as far as our understanding is, all of the variants that are in circulation at the moment, will be covered by the vaccine. If you haven't been vaccinated, I would strongly urge that you do go get vaccinated. Uh, you know, that's my personal thoughts. But as you said, Steve, if somebody has a qualm about it, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're, you're insane. I think within within the confines of, of that discussion, it's fine. Like, you, 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 do you know what I mean? Science is always debated anyway. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. But the moment you start, like, veering out of out of that kind of, uh, you know, those those variables and that space and you start going into you know, insane stuff which just can't be proven i think yeah, you're mind you're control losing spores that uh you know apparently are in there and it's yeah, like in microchip the, in the bible yeah, yeah microchips inside you know this is all part of um you know bill gates master plan do you know how difficult like that. do you know how yeah. difficult that that is like people act like as if you know like science has reached that level you know how difficult it is to have like a microchip designed to be in your body and to operate forever with no like electrical it's, it's just ridiculous it's such a stupid theory so this is what well, i mean as that that is no good but i i have i have um i have like space for people that want to discuss you know oh what what are the long-term side effects what um the efficacy know, of it the efficacy you know. it's stuff like that like actual scientific you know thinking uh that's fine i i get that what, what is the difference between uh the different uh vaccines and if they want to understand it that makes sense there's, there's no problem with that but yes, yeah, yeah, you get people that just go like way too far and they're just frustrated, to be honest. In a way, I feel that if you do kind of question the vaccine, it's, a, it's a, actually a good thing, right? Because you're, you're not just taking it at face value and someone saying, oh, here, take this. We discussed the Tuskegee syphilis experiments, right? Like, obviously, there is specific communities and, you know, like specific groups that have this kind of, um, you know, distrust with regards to vaccines. And you can kind of understand where they come from. I, again, I don't agree with the whole veering wildly into conspiracy, but, you know, it's a good thing to ask, oh, I'm going to put this thing into my body. Can I have some more information about it? Like, what exactly is it? Tell me the science behind it. I, I think that's that could be a good thing as well. It's an intuitive way of thinking. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's that's perfectly fine. But, yeah, when they start saying stuff, as you said, of like, oh, mind control chips. Bro, I mean, if they had mind control chips, they'll get into your body one way or another. You know what I mean? They wouldn't need to vaccinate you like they if we were at that point of science, there would have been other ways of the drug delivery systems. It wouldn't necessarily require... My friend, pandemic. adverts are in your mind. 
exactly like, instagram is in your mind like, it's just it's so stupid why would they You're go programmed so every day bro like <laughs> yeah, yeah why would they go so far to do it honestly they're already doing that so it's 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 stupid like it's such a waste like if you were an evil overlord mm. let's say i was bill gates or whatever they want to claim like this yeah. would not be the way i'd do it do you know what i mean the way i'd do it is i'd flood your brain for the media or uh, just being honest is the easiest most accessible cheapest way to program a human being so most of us are most of us are already yeah we are yeah i'm, I'm, I'm admitting it, looking to it a little bit yeah what i'm trying to say is this is ridiculous like this huge like mega world project to like program people you know hard like through the blood and it makes no sense they don't even have the technology for it so i, I don't exactly. know people need to be a bit sensible so uh, that's our thoughts on that. Um, so yeah, like I said, I've got I've got this thing about soy boys, and the reason why I I done this is because even on our like our Twitter, sometimes we'll tweet something, and then they'll be like, oh here comes a snow a snow a snowflake a soy boy snowflake, and we're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And it it really is insane. Um, but yeah, I thought cool. Let me look up what is this soy boy thing. So I found this article, um, and it kind of explains it, and I'll just read it out to you guys. So nutritionists have had many debates about the health benefits of soy products. Some are very pro-soy, others are critical of it. The debates are scientific in nature, but on the alt-right, soy has been discussed in stridently political terms. And one of the leading alt-right conspiracy theories is the soy boy conspiracy, which claims that soy products are a vast left-wing conspiracy designed to emasculate men and turn their bodies estrogenic. So the right wing are saying there's a left wing conspiracy within their conspiracy, right? So it's, it's, it's an inception thing. The all right has an abundance of vocabulary that doesn't that one doesn't find in more traditional conservatism. In 2018, the term soy boy is a common on the alt right as conservative, right wingers who aren't right wing enough, and snowflake a hypersensitive liberal or progressive. Okay, so it's it's kind of. It's the same thing as that, basically. A conservative and a snowflake and a soy boy is the same thing. Soy boy isn't a term that one typically encounters in more traditional conservative outlets like the National Review and the Weekly Standard, but all right outlets from Alex Jones' Infowars to the misogynist return of King's website have been a frequent source of anti-soy conspiracy theories. Jones has long been promoting conspiracy theories involving government operatives and the New World Order using products to turn male bodies estrogenic, in 2013, Jones argued that juice boxes were feminizing male children, declaring, after you've done drinking your little juices, you're ready to go out and have a baby. You're ready to put makeup on. You're ready to wear a skirt, a short skirt. You're ready to put lipstick on. Jones has asserted that left-wing male uh, commentators are often late addicts and soy addicts who lack masculinity. And earlier this year, Jones colleague Paul Joseph Watson posted an eight-minute video describing the alleged attribute, attributes of a soy boy. Oh, God, it makes me sick. I, I don't even really want to read all of this. For me, honest with you. Like, just leave like, it at that. I, don't, I can't believe it. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Alex Jones, for one thing, he's hilarious. I, I kind of see him as a comedian more than anything. <laughs> Bro, I, yeah, this is the thing. I'm thinking, like, is this all just a big gag with regards to what he's saying? But, but like, I understand that, for example, like, if you just eat sugar, is an extreme example. Mm-hmm. But if you just eat sugar, I'm pretty sure, of course, we know physically it's going to change you and chemically your, your yeah. body's going to react. And I'm pretty sure this is going to affect, have an effect on your mind. And I do believe that eating better foods for you, so a more balanced, varied diet, will actually transcend not only physically, but mentally, you'll feel better. Now, to the extent I don't know about the soy conspiracy, to be honest, like I would, I would entertain it. For example, I'd do a research and say, okay, 
what does soy contain you know what, what does it increase certain hormone uh, production in your body which we know you know certain herbs and certain vegetables or whatever do but i wouldn't go as far as saying you know the whole of the left wing are soy boys yeah, and this, this is, is causing this is feminization that, that's a bit yeah, too much this Come is on, the thing relax. that i don't understand i mean it's like um it's, it's just a huge leap that you're making there so you could say okay look this new uh, trend of eating a lot of soy uh, might lower your testosterone levels, let's say. I could understand that. You could say, oh, well, this isn't actually a healthy trend. You guys shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? But then to, to make that giant leap to say that this is a left-wing conspiracy, it's been done on purpose to turn... I mean, yeah. what, let's say you're very feminine, right? So let's look at um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? It used to be Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. She's very right-wing. Like somebody who's actually had, you know, an operation and has, has transitioned is still right wing. It doesn't necessarily hmm. mean if you've got less estrogen, you suddenly wake up one day and pick up Gus Capital and say, yeah, I'm left wing <laughs> now. Like that's not, I don't understand where that logic comes from. But I think that's a very American specific thing because their society is just polarized. For me, when I see America, I say you're either on all the way to the left or you're all the way to the right. Most people fall into that bracket. Very rarely, yeah, but, I think, do you find moderates yeah. or people who, who take both sides. And so this, yeah, this just, is why I think this is born out of, of that like, kind of culture. And so when they think of like the soy thing, they can't think properly. They have to lump it into extremes. Yeah, both I think sides. It's, it's kind of like a very, they're, they're not very secure in their masculinity. So especially the old right always has this constant thing of like, I'm an alpha male. You know, somebody who constantly says they're an alpha male is not an alpha male, right? And... Mm. I feel like they constantly need to like reassure themselves and you know re- reaffirm that oh no I'm really masculine I'm a, I'm a man so anything that they see that kind of they view as oh well that will increase your estrogen then okay then therefore you you can't be all right because all right is just super masculine yeah, yeah that's you stupid because you know, all I like... eat is meat I don't eat nothing else yeah that's stupid right <laughs> he is stupid and um I will say look that his this is the thing this is where like often the truth gets kind of models skewed and fucked a little bit by these guys who have no clue what they're talking about the average testosterone levels of a of a male today is much lower than a male 50 years ago this is just a scientific fact like this is a thing yeah, that, yeah. that we have found now the reasoning behind that is yes the food that we eat the environment that we grow up in you know uh, environmental factors food food that we eat is highly um, you know, saturated with different types of chemicals to keep it fresh, whatever, which affects the overall testosterone level. Testosterone level is falling, infertility rates are rising. Uh, these are all lifestyle issues and stuff to do with, yeah, the food that we eat, right? And, um, you know, when you look at high school photos of kids that were like 18, 50 years ago, they look like they're 60 in today's, today's times. Part of the reason of that is because they had a higher level of testosterone and what they call old man strength really is just because that older generation just has more testosterone. Yeah, yeah. Now that could be because of mass farming, obviously the world population is going up. Could be because of, um, you know, the increase in fast foods and the way we consume them. Mm-hmm. Could be because of, again, environmental factors. Lifestyle. We don't really know, right? Yeah. Lifestyle, all of these things. So there is a fragment of truth there that the overall testosterone level is falling. But to equate that to some sort of left-wing conspiracy and to start calling people soy boys and what, like, I, I, it just over there is when the jump is made that makes no sense. Like, uh, you know what? They claim 
if you did an investigation and, and it kind of supported Ace kind of claim, I'd I'd be more okay with that. But like, there's no attempt. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we didn't do any studies on the the food trends over the past like 50 years and policy on the left wing. That there's been nothing. It's just kind of like you know vaguely just like oh yeah, it has to be because they're more womanly, which is stupid. But I would be interested personally to see a kind of investigation on the foods and seeing look what was the average diet back then how has it changed what is the content of foods and perhaps we can uh you know find out more about how food can affect us uh, over time like that kind of stuff is scientific number one and it's valid but like the way they jump onto things is hilarious like it's just it's you know what it is they, they take an element of truth like so, so it's kind of what i'm talking about where it's like yeah this is kind of believable and then people that don't understand the process of like understanding things or in a scientific way, they, they just connect it straight away and they're like, yeah, it must be scientific. Do you know what I mean? Because it has that little like touch of truth to it, like a little bit. So it's, yeah, it's pretty I think dangerous. A good conspiracy requires just a nugget of truth. Those are the ones that go the furthest, right? If, if there's a little nugget of truth, then that will just blow things out of the water. People will latch onto it immediately. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people who say don't politicize sports, don't politicize this, don't please. They've literally politicized eating soy. I mean, you know, not yeah. everything is a political conspiracy, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, Let it go. I, I, I do agree that, yeah, certain foods might affect your hormonal balance. And like you said in the beginning, a varied and healthy diet is what everyone should be aiming for. To eat one type of food, whether it's just you're eating steaks 24-7, you know, I'm a... What's, the, what's, it, what's it called? I'm a carnivore diet. Carnivore you know, I'm on a carnivore diet. diet and all that. That's not good for you either, mm. right? You have to have a varied diet. And unfortunately, in today's world, with the access to fast foods and so on, it's difficult to have that, right? People mm. just go for the easy option. They eat unhealthily. They gain weight. It lowers their testosterone, you know, whatever. But to, to kind of conflate that into, oh, it's a conspiracy by the left wing is just insane. If anything, you know, what gains people what makes people gain weight what makes people you know unhealthy it's it's called it's as i said fast food corporations like mcdonald's which is like you know the yeah, epitome of cap- capitalism bro that that's exactly that's that is right that is right wing if you were to give it a logo it would be mcdonald's All right so I, I don't really understand how this has become like mm. a left wing people are doing this conspiracy against us all rights can I, don't, I, I, I don't can i say though just before yeah. i move on the, the pretty much the rest of the conspiracies which are like the top level are all all right conspiracies mm-hmm. okay so just i just want to point that out but yeah you, you know what I don't, I don't like as well is like labeling things too much because to be honest a lot of people fall into that that are different from different areas but i understand what you mean with with the food thing though like one thing i worry about is that you, you mentioned the carnivore and the other diets i can think of is like a vegan diet etc what worries me is that on all of these kind of proposed diets, the studies that have been performed are not peer reviewed. They're kind of just like within their circle, they did disseminate their own information, which is really dangerous because that, that then means that we don't really know the truth. You know, you could do an experiment and publish the results, but it doesn't mean that you're right. You know, until other people look at it and it's peer reviewed and properly assessed, then if it's released and it, it comes to a valid conclusion, that's correct. But what I find even on the carnivore diet and to be honest on the vegan side is that they do their own experiments, their own little thing in their own little worlds. They come with their own results and they just publish the results, you know, and it's kind of like a pseudoscience in my opinion. 
which is very dangerous. And it's a form of conspiracy, if that makes sense. There's a form of um, like false truthness. Yeah, it's false information. Means it's false fake information. News, basically. Yeah, exactly. So the further we stay away from this, the more people actually read like proper scientific papers, peer-reviewed papers that, are, you know, yeah, we all know how the scientific mm. process works, but it's basically assessed by other people. Yeah, so you I was know, just then your, say, your information is more likely to be correct. Yeah, I've been uh, peer reviewed and published myself, and in essence, that whole process is just a fact check, right? They they wanna they wanna see exactly how you came to the conclusion that you did, and in essence, they wanna say, okay, if we were to repeat what you've done, if you've done it correctly, I should get the same results or thereabouts the same results if I replicate these these this study and this this kind of um, the methodology that you've put forward. That's the whole point of being peer reviewed. It, it, 90, I'm guaranteeing you 90 to 95% of these stuff that is out there circulating, which isn't peer reviewed. If somebody else was to try to replicate the results, they wouldn't be able to, hmm. which is why it hasn't been peer reviewed because the person who's done it knows it would never pass that sort of process. It just couldn't. Exactly. Right? And this could come from a doctor. Like that's what people fail to understand. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they see, you know, an article online by doctor XYZ and he's, you know, writing claims. But like none of this experiment that he's done has ever been through the process. So you can't really take that just because of his name. You know, Aaron's pretty educated. He's getting up there. Like even if he did something out of the blue and he put his name to it, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily correct. But until, like he said, it's properly gone through the process, then you can say, okay, the validity is there. So just for our listeners, be careful when you read articles and you see, you know, doctors or professors in front of them, you know, and and read the source material. The article might be referring to the source material, which is fine. But I do see a lot of articles which, you know, have no kind of source uh, uh, source uh, study to it. It's kind of like from their own mouths. And you have to be careful with that because that's also a form of misinformation. It's very easy to fall into that trap. And left and right, a lot of the COVID um, uh, conspiracies are from these kind of, you know, doctor XYZs saying that, oh, you know, COVID is going to kill you or the... the um, not COVID, the vaccine is going to brainwash you, et cetera. And this is why they believe it. It's because they see the, you know, the valid name in front of it without looking into, you know, actually, how did he make these claims? Oh, there's been no valid study that's been through. Therefore, you shouldn't take his advice. This is a safe way on, on both left and right. You need to follow this kind of methodology. Okay, so uh, this is the last one in this particular level. Um so this is the science denial level, right? So the, the level above it is the point of no return. So I'm just going to do one more for the science denial. Quick one. Uh, so this is the chemtrails. Um, chemtrails one, right? So uh, chemtrails, the conspiracy theory around it is that uh, it refers to a theory that the government or other parties are engaged in a secret program to add toxic chemicals to the atmosphere from aircraft in a way that forms visible plumes in the sky, somewhat similar to contrails. Various uh, different motivations for this alleged spraying are speculated, including sterilization, reduction of life expectancy, mind control, or weather control, right? So basically, these people just believe that the government can control the uh, weather as well, actually, in this. So chemtrail conspiracy theories vary in their claims, but some of the most popular include the belief that the government control the weather on a massive scale, that scientists carrying out legitimate research about how to counteract climate change through a process called geoengineering are secretly poisoning us, or even that secret powerful groups are spraying us with chemtrails to make us pilots and easy to control. What do you think about that one? 
So the chemtrail thing, obviously contrails are a thing that exists. Contrails, which is like more of a physics thing um, okay. due to vortices, etc. But like the chemtrail is a bit mad. Because if you really think about the logistics, you know, each aircraft is owned by a different airline, you know, and different mm-hmm. airlines have, let's say, different home nations. You have to convince, you know, all these like competing nations to like spray you know, putting chemicals in the... Well, I don't even know how it's produced, in their opinion, but, like, mind control chem... It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Like, how are you going to... Let's so say... The, so the conspiracy says that there's a clandestine globalist conspiracy involving a pick-and-mix pick selection of the UN, the military, national governments, the Rothschilds, climate scientists, pilots, and big business. Mm. So I basically mean, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rothschilds are a bit dodgy. Uh, we can go into that in a different episodes. If I'm yeah, being honest. I ain't trying to get exed, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I won't talk about them too much, but yeah, they're a bit dodgy. But this is what I mean: like they take confirmed dodgy things and they they kind of um, you know amalgamate them with with theories which have no substance to it, in my opinion. Um, there was another thing you talked about. What else did you? So apart from the chemtrails, you mentioned other stuff. So chemtrails, you know, it's about oh, weather the, control. Yeah, so, weather control. That's so weather mean. control is legit. I mean, honestly, we you learn it in GCSE. Like you're able, you the people have scientists have discovered that silver nitrate in the air can form clouds, help form clouds and help rain. And in China, they've been using it a lot in arid lands to basically cause it to rain and uh, basically improve grow the crops, I guess. grow crops, etc. So it, it, it's not something that's false, but like <laughs> my issue again is the whole thing where they take something that's like got an element of truth in it. And then what is the use for the way for control? Is that to control people's minds or something? Yeah, control people's minds. Um, How give do us you stuff that, that will make us sterile? Yeah, uh, that's just, really, I don't that's get it, stupid. Man. Like, really, honestly, okay, whether control, we can prove that we have the technology. But the jump is you have no proof at all that this is causing uh, mind control or whatever you're claiming. Like, there's no. Yeah, when you say evidence. like weather control, from what I understand, uh, you know, there's like machines basically, um, which put out massive amounts of. Um, like steam, I guess, in a way that is mixed with silver nitrate or whatever, uh, that can cause rain. So we can increase the amount of rain in the atmosphere, but we can't necessarily turn around and say, okay, today I'm going to make the weather hot. Tomorrow I'm going to make it cold. The next day I'm going to make it rain. The next day I'm going to make it snow. It's more about, oh, we can produce more viable plumes of smoke, which will eventually turn into clouds and rain down on us, really. I think... Yeah, you know, I'm, like, I'm not i'm not 100% is it a control sure yeah i don't i don't believe that we have that level of control as of now so when we say yes mm-hmm. there is kind of weather control like yeah sure you can maybe make it rain on areas that it necessarily wasn't going to rain but then you look at countries that are super rich like dubai or arab emirates or whatever who could benefit from a bit of rain uh for let's say crop growth they don't necessarily have that either so i don't think it's like something that is in mass production and that's used uh, massively especially in the in the west i know as you said they might use it in china but again there isn't like you know we can't say tomorrow i'm going to make it x degrees the next day i'm going to make it snow the next day i'm going to make it rain etc like that i don't really but think like, that that's how it let's works. say we can let's say we can like i don't know what the extent of technology is let's say we can how do you then connect that okay th- that would just mean we have random weather but like how would you then connect that to mind control or this is my issue. Like, let's say we have that technology, like you still don't have the connection between that and like a human, you know, effect, if that makes sense. 
It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, you're seeing a pattern now as we're going up the list for more and more extreme conspiracies that what you're starting to find is, yeah, there is an element of truth in it, but then there's just this giant leap in between what we do know and, you know, these theories that have absolutely no, like, like they're not seeded in reality in any way, shape or form, right? Um, so without much further ado, I'll move on to the final section. So this is the point of no return, right? And this basically, the general idea is that the world's ruled by supreme shadow elites. Uh, and once you believe this sort of conspiracy, you'll believe most things. Um, so, you know, these do include the deep state, QAnon, something called Elders of Zion. I didn't really get to check that out. Um, reptilian overlords, George Soros, the Illuminati, uh, Pizzagate, uh, Hollow Earth, Nazis on the moon, stuff like that, right? Um, so I don't know which one should I maybe start off on. I'm thinking, I mean, okay, the deep one? state idea, yeah, that's like the most believable one, let's say, out of all of them. Yeah, is the idea that there are people behind the scenes, not the leaders that you're looking at, which mm-hmm. basically control politics. And you know, depending how far you take it, again, there's an element of truth thing. Do we know that banks, you know, can reject entire countries, for example, in Kenya? They wanted to put, uh, basically refine their own and uh, use their own aluminium instead of sending it to Australia, um, which basically will make them put the added value and make the money themselves. The international, uh, the the global bank, basically rejected the the uh, rejected the loan on the grounds that it would disturb the world economy, which obviously it will because it will benefit Kenya, but they don't want to. You know what I mean? They they want to take uh, exactly. value out of Kenya, so. That way, yes. I, okay, if you talk, if you're talking specifics like that, are there bankers that are very powerful? Are there mm. companies that are very powerful? Yes, that's true. But how far are you going to take? Are you telling me there's like a group of six people in like cl- uh, cloaks, you know, sitting in a yeah, eyes wide shut parties? You know, what I mean, just orgies and stuff like that. Like that sort of shit. I have no clue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there is nothing to suggest necessarily that. But as you said, you don't even need to take it that far to look at something that's factual like that. Here's another factual thing. Like, you know, when you talk about the average wage of employees in certain sectors, how do you ensure that one, one you know, group, one uh, company doesn't just turn around and pay twice as much as the rest? All of these big companies communicate amongst themselves and they put out their figures so that they all know, okay, guys, let's not overpay these people. So if you're an engineer, let's say for X company, you'll get paid X amount. And if you're an engineer for Y company, you'll still get paid X amount. So there is a level of communication between different corporations to ensure yeah, that they don't end up paying too much because you don't want to bring up the, the yeah, average the price, price of, of your workers, right? I mean, it's not, it's not like a far-fetched conspiracy. It's not like a, it's not even a conspiracy. I mean, this is just the thing that we know happens, right? They yeah. stay in touch and communicate with one another to ensure that, there isn't this inflation of wages. Mm. This is a basic thing. Like there's that, but then there's also people turning around and saying, like, as you said, these clandestine organizations that sit around the table and say, Oh, you know, where should we send the tsunami to today? And so, you know, it's yeah, that's, that's stuff like that is just and my question is, what is the reason? Like, there has to be a driver for this kind of stuff. And it just seems like random and just because they're nefarious people. It yeah, doesn't make yeah. sense. Uh, Basically, should I should I explain QAnon? Right, QAnon is like hmm. the current big thing. Um, 
and it is it's just discredited really if i'm being honest with you but i'll read up a little bit about what it is so uh q or simply q is a discredited far-right conspiracy theory alleging that a cabal of satanic cannibalistic pedophiles run a global child sex trafficking ring and conspired against former president donald trump during his term in office QAnon is commonly described as a cult. QAnon commonly asserts that Trump has been planning a day of reckoning known as the storm, when thousands of members of the cabal will be arrested. QAnon supporters have accused many liberal Hollywood actors, democratic politicians, and high-ranking government officials of being members of the cabal. They have also claimed that Trump feigned conspiracy with Russians to enlist Robert Mueller to join him in exposing sex trafficking rings and preventing a coup d'etat by mm. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros. Um, Jokes. Yeah. And this is something that has circulated online and it's been really pushed by, um, uh, you know, various troll groups and stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it's very strange. Uh, and but, it's kind of linked uh, yeah. to Pizzagate, which I'll discuss in a moment. Yeah, there's Pizzagate in there. I mean, I mean like, we, like we said, from the Epstein thing, like we know politicians are involved. We know Hollywood's heavy involved in like, let's say dodgy like sexual activity <laughs> if we want yeah. to put it that way right i mean just look at the british government right now yeah yeah exactly a new sex scandal right so... yeah mr what do they call him hand willy yeah hand willy over here doing yeah. a madness but my point is they take that knowing that that exists and then they bl- create a story around it like an insane story with no evidence and so again this is what how people fall into the trap you know there's a small pipette of truth and then they, but by buying into that small pipette of truth, they also have to buy into the whole entire bullshit and they so, get trapped. So this conspiracy theory began with an October 2017 post on the anonymous image board website 4chan by Q, so the person who called himself Q, who uh, is presumably an American individual. It is more likely that Q has become a group of people acting under the same name. Uh, a stylometric analysis of Q posts claims to have uncovered that at least two people wrote as Q in different periods. Q claimed to be a high-level high level government official with Q clearance uh, who has access to classified information involving the Trump administration and its opponents in the United States. Embassy News reported that three people took the original Q post and shortly thereafter spread it across multiple media platforms to build an internet following for profit. QAnon has proceeded by was preceded by several similar anonymous 4chan posts such as FBI Anon, HLI Anon, CIA Anon, WH Insider Anon. Uh, although American in origin, there is now a considerable QAnon movement outside of the United States, including the United Kingdom and France since 2020, with a particularly strong growing uh, movement in Germany and Japan, which is, I, I wouldn't have thought that that would have been the case, but uh, you know, here we are. So yeah, it, it's... It's kind of the whole idea is that Trump is this savior who's going to, you know, uh, drain the swamp. Uh, But Trump himself has had many allegations against him. Right. And he like we mentioned, he he was buddies with with Mm. uh, Epstein. So it's like first things first, he would have to get rid of himself. I mean. I don't know, man. This whole QAnon thing is a bit mad. I, I, I mean, think like we, we said, we this is a debunked point, theory. Yeah. We shouldn't really, I mean, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't give it this much yeah, kind of time so, anyway. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, just, it just goes to show the kind of insanity of it all. Um, so anyway, we, we mentioned Pizzagate. Let me just quickly describe that as well. Pizzagate is a debunked conspiracy theory that went viral during the 2016 United States presidential election cycle. 
has been extensively discredited by a wide range of organizations, including the Washington, D.C. police. In March 2016, the personal email accounts of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, was hacked in a spear phishing attack. WikiLeaks published his emails in November 2016. Proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed the emails contained coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials and U.S. restaurants with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring. One of the establishments allegedly involved was the Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria in Washington, D.C. Okay, so basically someone went down to this this pizzeria, they shot their rifle in it, trying to get into one of the storage rooms. You know, the owners have been getting death threats. In essence, the in the emails, they talk about, oh, bring the pizza, do this with the pizza, do that with the pizza. Uh, you know, uh, people like Jennifer Lawrence in the Oscars, they're talking about, oh, I love pizza. And basically people have connected this to mean that pizza basically is a coded word for, you know, I'm part of this weird a group of uh, right, right. child sex ring traffickers and so on. And, you know, if you eat the pizza, then it means, oh, I'm okay with it. And you, if you're in Hollywood and therefore your career, you know, excels, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's a very weird conspiracy. They're saying that Hillary Clinton's involved in it, blah, blah. And now I believe Hillary Clinton is a terrible human being, but do I believe that she's doing this? Personally, no. As I said, it's been debunked. You know, it, and it has been spreading a lot, weirdly enough. On you know what it is, though? It, it's, it's the whole, like, look... Do I do I think there's some like child like sex stuff going on in the like higher political world and uh, Hollywood? I do believe so because again, what we saw the royal family again with Epstein and there's previous examples where you know there's kind of like solid evidence that you know people have been convicted for uh, child uh, um, you know trafficking and kind of sexual things that have been attached to that kind of uh, higher level of of uh hollywood and authority now i don't want but the thing is you can't then jump and just you know attach people without evidence you can't just be like okay therefore there we go hillary clinton's part of it or you gotta have evidence you got like you have to have enough to start beginning the investigation the pizza thing is just ridiculous it's and again it's the element of truth thing i think if you take anything out of this usually in conspiracy theories they have a drop of truth but the issue is when you grab onto that drop of truth, you also grab onto everything else. You have to be careful of that. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's just, I don't know at this point. I think I think there, there is a genuine reach to try and uh, turn everything into a conspiracy theory. Yeah. As you said, I get, again, I do think that there is an element of truth. As you reported, there's been many, 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 many allegations made towards both Hollywood and to high-ranking politicians with regards to like, them do dodgy shit, pedophilic shit, you know, you know, stuff that they were doing stuff to people against their consent. Mm. We know that to be true. And so I think it's easy to then push these conspiracy theories with regards to stuff like this. Like, oh, they're using coded language. When they say pizza, they really mean children and blah, blah. So again, as you mentioned, there is always an element of truth. But I think the one thing that I've started to find, especially in these kind of really the most absurd kind of conspiracy theories, is that they get pushed on pages like 4chan, um, you know, on these different social media kind of forums. And as I mentioned, mm. with Pizzagate, it's been getting pushed heavily on TikTok lately. Um, yeah. And again, you know, it's like, we I remember we posted a post about um, Donald Trump and it was like a meme where he said something like, oh, you know, the, the scientists couldn't believe how strong my body was. My body's amazing. It's the best body in the world when he got COVID, right? 
Um, it was just a tongue-in-cheek joke because you know how he always talks about, you know, I'm the best, I'm the greatest, so on. And immediately that got removed from, from our Instagram. And it was like, oh, this is false information, right? So I was like, all right, fair enough. If it's false information, it's false information. But then you see all these other videos go viral and you're like, where is the fact-checking process with these? So a small Instagram page like ours just posts a meme and instantly gets taken down. But then there's these massive conspiracy theories just running rampant through the internet. And there's no fact-checking process at all. Yeah. And I, mean, I just find that odd. Like There has to be some sort of... Do you see what I'm saying? Like Because as you said, there is an element of truth to it, sure. But at the same time, it's like these things can be dangerous. As we mentioned, that pizzeria, which probably didn't have anything to do with anything, a man went in and shot a rifle. You know, it could have mm. been another situation where somebody came in and murdered someone, right? Mm-mm. That's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's not consistent on censoring across the board, but this is a topic for another conversation. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess we're coming towards the end, so maybe we'll move on to the movie uh, the movie class. I always forget what we call it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, I don't know, the VRP movie... Movie club. Movie club, yeah, there we go. There we go, um, the movie club. So back, yeah. what was the movie that you suggested, Steve? So I suggested Dolomite. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was on Amazon, and it's a pretty... I'd say recent film, but based on a older film. Uh, it's kind of back in the 1960s, 70s, uh, 1970s, 80s, where, you know, black cinema was very prevalent in the US and trying to break through. You know, they had the, um, you know, typical like Kung Fu mix with, uh, you know, local like African-American culture. And there's a comedian, uh, I forget his name, but he goes by the name of Dolomite. And it's a story of how he broke through and how he became who he was. So, so I believe you're talking about Dolomite is my name, which was on yeah, Netflix. Exactly. Uh, and Eddie Murphy played Dolomite and he called Dolomite one of his, uh, you know, icons as a child growing up, somebody who he really took a lot from. Um, yeah. So what was your thoughts on the film? I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I loved the film, actually. It was really good. Also, the styling, stylistically, they nailed it. They oh, nailed God, the it. costumes in it were incredible. Oh, man. It was like, really really well done the, uh, the cinematography as well the way it was shot was really good um, the script was really good uh, it was really funny throughout and also there was a kind of like you know there was a struggle there was a story in the background that you followed as well yeah it was a layered movie I really mm. really really enjoyed this film and um, it was 7.3 on IMDB which I find very strange and it was 76% on Metacritic but on mm. Rotten Tomatoes it was 97% and I tend to trust um, not the not the critics, but I tend to trust regular people's. Uh, kind I agree. Of, yeah, yeah I, agree. I think I think they they view it in the same way that I would. And if if general like you know general public says it's a good film, I tend to enjoy the film as well. Mm. I was very disappointed that Eddie Murphy didn't get an Oscar for this. Yeah, insane. Since I've been a child, I've been watching Eddie Murphy, and I'm not talking raw and all of that. Like when I was a kid, he had uh, Doctor Doolittle, he had mm. you know um, uh, Professor Clump. You Norbit. know, Fat Professor, Night Professor, that that one. He had... Um, Norbit. Do you, do you remember that Daddy Daycare? Yeah, Daddy Daycare was fire. Bro, when I was a kid, like, Eddie Murphy, I know this is going to sound weird because obviously, you know, I'm not black, but I thought he was my uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I loved Eddie Murphy as a child. And then growing up when you discover his stand-ups and, you know, he's a bit more actually an edgy comedian and stuff. And so obviously he's been gone for a while. And then when he came back with this movie, I was a bit like, ah, oh, you know, he's, he's older now. I don't know if he's still got it, but my God fantastic performance what a movie i was disappointed he didn't get an oscar i genuinely thought that he might actually win the oscar 
that's how mm-hmm. that's how much I I enjoyed this movie, and I thought that as yeah. you said, the cinematography, you know, the costume design, all of it was incredible, and the, the comedy itself inside it was exactly absolutely exquisite. It was really really good. Um, it was nuanced as well. It wasn't like this ridiculous yeah. over the top stuff. It, it was an actual very well written story that I really enjoyed. So exactly. um, all right, down to ratings, Aaron. Go what, ahead, Steve. Well, I'm gonna give it first. All right, fine. For me. Guys, is the moment we've been waiting for. For me, it's five stars. It's nailed every department, in my opinion. Um, again, the way it was shot, the the like the costume designs, you know, it seemed really authentic. It was I could not tell that this was in, you know, a modern movie in the sense of you know, it wasn't back in that day. It looked authentic, definitely. It looked authentic, it was absolutely perfect, and it was hilarious. So for me, this movie, first five out of five. I love to say the opposite of what Steve says usually. Um, but unfortunately, I have to agree with him on this one. Uh, I'm going to also give it a five star. This might be mm. the first five star movie wow. that we that we actually, you know, put out there. Because, man, it was just it was just a very good film. It was very enjoyable. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, there we go. This is our first ever five star movie rating. So, mm. obviously, guys, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Brilliant That's stuff. That. Brilliant movie. Um and yeah, nice. Steve, should I should I potentially give my well since you went twice last week? How about I go twice this week? Okay, go ahead. All right. So so this week I want everyone to go watch Uncut Gems. Um, I believe okay. it by Adam Adam Sandler. I think he even produces it, but he plays in he the produced film. it, but it's by the uh Safi brothers or something. I've forgotten the name, but uh, yeah, yeah, he he's the he's the main actor in it. It's Uncut Gems, and is it on Netflix? I believe it it's should on Netflix, be on right? Netflix, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So go give it a watch. Um, and we'll come back next week and discuss it more. Uh, but is it anything else to add, Aaron, or is that, do you want to wrap it up? No, that's all. Uh, as always, you know, thank you for listening. This has been the Conspiracy Fury special. And um, yeah, if you if you just want to sign up to our Patreon for our bonus episode, which we'll just record now, basically, Steve, uh, then, you know, please do so. And obviously all of the money from uh, our Patreon will be going to Solace Women's Aid, which is a charity that helps out uh, women who are going through a tough period of time. Uh, so, you know, check them out, check out our Patreon. And uh, yeah, we're, we're very glad that you're still listening to us after, after a year. Um, and yeah, we hope to grow and thank you very much. Goodbye. Uh, Steve, why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? You- that was bloody brilliant.